This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, Matt, uh, lots of uh, we're getting closer and closer Real to the close. draft. We're, we're under yeah, two weeks under now. Two weeks. Um, this time, two weeks from now, actually, we'll be uh, getting ready to to uh, partake in rounds two and three of the draft. Yeah, we'll have one in the books, and presumably nobody ever talks about. Oh, you know, everybody wants to focus on the first. Who's the first round guy? Who's the oh first man? Round? Day two's better. Day maybe. two's where two, you get two your bargains. And yeah. Right. yeah, day two I think is is much fun, if not more. Because you get double the picks, and there's a lot to go on, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, again, the, 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 the main focus is always on that first-round guy. But realistically, if, you're, if you know what you're doing in the draft, mm-hmm. your top three picks should all be starters. I was going to say two. But at some point, at some point during the four yeah. years that you have them, you expect that third-round pick. Draft, yeah, for sure. You want to get three play, three starters out of every draft. If you you're do doing that, real well, if you yeah. get three out of every draft, I mean, just do the math. I mean, there's only let's say there's 24 starters, you know, including slots, and I'm not yeah. including kickers and stuff. Right. And you get three a year, and they average, you know, five years of being a starter for you, you know, and they're cheap for four of them, or you know, some of them you retain, some you don't. Some of them are eighteen-year starters, like right. the quarterback. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you're okay. Yeah, which leads me to uh, this was put out by Greg Rosenthal on, oh, yeah, on NFL.com, where he ranked the general managers uh, for the past five years. This just was, the fi- last five just the years last five years with what they've done okay. in the draft. Fair enough. Um, I would say that's a little tough to do. Kevin and, and Belichick against the new guy against you know, the guys right, who's right. only you know this is his second or third year. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. Uh, he actually ranks Chris Ballard uh, of the Colts first. Now, you look at that and say, okay, well, Ballard's done a good job. I can't argue, can't There's argue no with question, that. There's no question, right. Uh, but they've had a ton of like second-round picks, second- third-round picks. That they've, But I think that's why you give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, they did something really smart in the Quentin Nelson draft. They moved from four to six, I think, that right. year. Right, And there were six really good prospects. They could have used Bradley Chubb or whomever else. Yeah. They get Nelson, who they maybe would have stayed at four, and I think they picked up four or two first or two seconds in that one. Yeah, and one of those they they, they took Darius Leonard. Yeah, which was, was a hit. Picks, right. Yeah, but they got Braden Smith on. with the, I think was one Braden of the picks. Smith was one of them. I think Absolutely Leonard was their year. pick, and Smith was the one that they got. Yeah, that was they an got, exceptional yeah. draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got three starters right off the bat, and two of them are Pro Bowlers. Yeah, so I mean, he's done a real good job. He's done a good job. Um, they also. Getting DeForest Buckner for a mid-first is pretty good deal. You know, like if yeah. Jamal Adams is getting the two twos and Cleo Max. They did have to pay him. I mean, that, you got to pay him to yeah. them. There's no doubt. But some of these, getting a star, paying them, usually it costs more than a mid-first. Yeah. Number two, according to Greg Rosenthal, is Kevin Colbert. Hmm. Now you ain't complaints from me. Um, as he says here, their, their best pick was T.J. Watt at number thirty in 2017. I mean. That's the thing when people well, what about Jarvis Jones? Nobody ever talks about you got 
TJ Watt with the 30th pick. He's running up for defense player of the year. You got Cam Hayward with the 31st pick in the draft. I mean, those are absolutes. Like, if you're redrafting those drafts, they're top five, 10 picks. Yeah. Without question. And you got them at at the end of the first round. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you were drafting, if you threw every defensive player in a pot right now and said, we're going to have a draft. Who are you taking? Yeah. I mean, he's going to be the top five pick, top 10 pick at the latest. I mean, right now, with his age considered. I talk about that a lot. I mean, that. Through Kevin's career, when your average first-round draft position is right around like twenty-fourth, that's remarkably late. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's some to, to be in able there to maintain right. what you've done over those years. It, it, and I don't fall for the well, you know, they've had a franchise quarterback that entire time. They're not the only ones because so did Sean Payton. Sure, in New sure. Orleans, and right. they didn't have a winning record every year with Drew Brees. No, there's plenty so, of them. So has, you know, the Packers, Packers have with have Aaron Rodgers, right. and they haven't had a winning record every year with Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I could go on down to Phillip Rivers. I can go keep, you know. Right, right, these right. These guys are, you know, the only one that you can look at and say, well, you know, they never had a losing season. Brady. Brady yeah, and, yeah. and Manning. Yeah, yeah, Peyton Manning's years were the But same. even when, when they didn't have Manning, they went one and fifteen. <laughs> they didn't go eight and eight. If the whole thing fell apart, they didn't yeah. go eight and eight. No, no, no. because yeah, right. because they've had the Steelers do a good job of drafting. And with all respect to Ben Brady and Manning, are better. I mean, they've had a better career. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're right. looking at the the career, who are the top you know ten quarterbacks of all time? Those guys are definitely on the list, without question. Without yeah. question, right? So no, I I think Kevin's done a ton. They've not been. You know, real busy in free agency compared to other teams right. either. They, they've always been close to the cap. They do, have, and some of that's by design, keeping your own. You right. draft well, you should be close to the cap year after year. And, you know, I know it's only five years, but his body of work is Hall of Fame level. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted that out a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if somebody tweeted, well, when he re signed his, when he signed mm, his new okay. deal. Um, and I said, you know, he needs to be in consideration. For sure. the Hall of Fame. I mean, if Bill Polian's in. He's been there. He's guys, essentially. Right. And, and here's what Rosenthal says. He's only been the GM since 2010, which technically is correct. Name, That's yes. when he got the title. Yeah. Uh, G, the Steelers general manager. But he's been the general manager. He was a director. His role didn't change at He was all, a director right? of, yeah. of, of, of uh, pro Player football operations. Right? Yeah. yeah, of operations. Okay. Um, that's, that was GM. The Steelers changed the title of that because. There was some league role, wasn't there? Well, he was when he Kevin told us this at at, uh, training camp the one year. He took that. He wanted that title because when he went out to scout games, Mm -hmm. he says, "I I remember. I was being stuck out. I'm I'm getting stuck out in the stands, sitting in the stands, and guys, 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 been a GM for you know six months because he's got the title GM gets to sit in the press box." Hey, Mr. Rooney, can we change the title of this so I can sit with the other GMs yeah. and be respected? Yeah. Instead of instead of being treated like just another scout and mm-hmm. being put out in the. I thought there was something along the lines too that you know how coaches can go up. You know. Yeah. I mean, another team could try to pillage them. I mean, I think that that is part part to do with it yeah. as well. Uh, but you look at the. Uh, they said Colbert's never finished below third in my previous iterations of the wow. GM power rankings. And the new parameters in this year's exercise don't change his standing. His first-round pick since 2015 include T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, as well as the one he used on Micah Fitzpatrick. Yeah, oh, by which the way. counts. Yeah, it definitely yeah. counts. Right. And that doesn't include the Devin Bush, who we think is. Mm, you know, okay. in Devin, you got Devin Bush and Terrell Edmonds in there as well. Yeah, and the last five we're talking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not a bad draft. No, pick no, there. they're all winners. Um, Colbert's legendary run of drafting wideouts has continued. 
with Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool in the last six years, none of none of them in the top 45 picks. None in the top 45. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, those are all-day-long starters, high-end players, not in the top 45. Yeah. He didn't mention Washington, who's good, too. I mean, right. he's fourth, but he's good. Um, even his poor drafts, such as 2016, that's when he took Artie Burns in the first, Sean mm-hmm. Davis in the second. You got something By, out of by them, standards, though. that's not super – you know, you got starters out of that. These, yeah. these are guys that are still in the league. It's not like they – They're not Jarvis Jones right. and uh, Golston yeah. or somebody like that, you know. Uh, usually have a gem, in this case, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, yeah. You got a really good player in the third round. While classes like the Steelers 2020 group, which included starters Kevin Dotson, Alex Highsmith, and Claypool, are a regular occurrence. That is a regular occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, that fourth round Again, guy. Again, yeah. those guys, uh, we're fo- we focus so much on the first round sure. that these second, third, and fourth round guys. Like, There's oh, a plan yeah. for them. They develop them well. And, of course, Tomlin and company deserve some credit for that, too. Right. I mean, there's a symbiotic yeah. relationship And that's the there. thing here, right. too, is that, is that while Colbert is the, the head of the— no, He's the GM, right. He's the GM. When the, again, the, when the Steelers make a pick, it's not all Kevin Col- It's not just Kevin Colbert bizarre, making you know, right. the pick all by himself. Sure. You know. And he also has such a good relationship with the coaching staff that we do a great job of developing receivers. So I'm going to bring in more young receivers. You know, I mean, you got to know those things. Um, number three. Jason Licht from the Buccaneers. He's certainly hot right now. He yeah. had a heck of an offseason. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you look at some of the guys that they've they've gotten, Ali Marpet, Vita Vea, Chris Goblin, Devin White, Carlton Davis, Donovan Smith, Sean Murphy Bunning. That's awesome. Yeah. But and, some and of those guys were really high picks. Yes. They have picked early. Like, there's, there should be some kind of waiting for that, you know. Whatever your average draft position is versus the results. Yeah. You know, I think that would be a fair way of doing it. I mean, getting Tom there sure helped because yeah. then Gronk follows and AB and all those guys. I mean, Licht would be high on my list too, and he he did a light or late, I always say his name wrong, but he also drafted a kicker in the second round not too long ago. Right. <laughs> oh, by the way. Yeah. You know who's not with them anymore? I don't think he's playing football. Anymore, <laughs> he's just a second round pick. <laughs> uh, number four, Brandon Bean. See this one here. He, he can includes Sean McDermott in it. Okay. So Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott. Uh, with the Bills. Okay. I mean, some are tough. Like, Gruden is, and Shanahan have the most juice in their building, and everyone knows it, but they're yeah. not the GM. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess. See, I think if I you're going to say, I think if you're going to say Colbert, you gotta, you got to include Tomlin in that because they both. He's heavily involved. Yeah. But, yeah, in a way that, may, that diminishes Colbert's star a little, which I wouldn't want to see. A little but, bit, but, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I think Kevin will be the first to tell you. I'm, like, I'm not the only one making the decisions here. Right. You know, I'm, yeah. maybe the final say, but. Um. Yeah. So uh, the you know the Bills have done a good job. Oh, um, they really built something yeah. the right way. Yeah, without question. And then they make kind of like the Colts build the foundation, and then you trade that first round pick for maybe the last piece in Diggs. You know, much like Buckner, and you know because you, you had that foundation in place. But they got the quarterback. They got the quarterback. Yeah. Right. They got the quarterback. Uh, number and, five, Mickey. Boy, they brought him along though. Yeah, they Mickey Loomis from the Saints. <laughs> That Ramchek draft is insane. Yeah, I mean that that carries you. you it's know. a lot of weight yeah. there. I mean, they got five big time players in that draft, including Trey Hendrickson, who's like the fifth. Yeah. Um, you know, and even they've drafted well. They they don't make many picks. They only yeah. had like three picks last year. Now they, they did pick uh, Stephon Anthony in the first round That's in 2015. That was a miss. That's a big miss. But. A big one. <laughs> but no, they've they've done a heck of a job in the draft. Yeah. Uh, number six, Rick Spielman. Solid. 
Solid. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. He, he also he took Justin Jefferson twenty two last year. I'm sure that boosted him a little. But he also took Laquan Treadwell twenty three in twenty sixteen. Wow. <laughs> That's as good a hit as that is a miss. That's bad. And I don't think he's in the league anymore. Um. Yeah. They've so barely. They've got some. Uh, in fact, he says he would be be even higher if not for a few first round misfires. Treadwell, Mike Hughes, Garrett Bradbury. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like they're only focusing on draft here. Yeah, this is all about okay, the draft. So okay, because I was sitting there thinking, like, is signing Kirk Cousins a good move or not? You know, I mean, it's debatable. It, it's debatable. Yeah. I mean, you got thirty some million dollars invested in an above average quarterback, but is that good business? You know, if we're just talking draft, though, yeah. And if you remember, the Vikings had like fourteen picks last year, right? You know, so maybe some of those you guys bound to hit hard. on some of those guys. Yeah, they may show up this year. Yeah. Uh, number seven is John Robinson with the Titans, but I'll tell you what I would suggest his. He took Isaiah Wilson in the first round last that's year. That's as big a bust. That's, that's the Marcus a, Russell like bust. I mean, yeah, I mean you got you got rid of the guy after a year. He played like two snaps. Yeah, I mean that's a dreadful pick. Yeah, I, mean, I hear you. I mean AJ Brown and they, they've done I, some and good I get things. It. They, you know, uh, but you take an all-time swing and a miss like that. Yeah. It's, it was a late first, but still, it's a zero yeah. out of the pick. I mean, they took him at 29. The Steelers got T.J. Watt a few years ago at 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were, and I, if we look back at last year's draft, I'm sure we could find somebody. Oh, anyone. Really, I mean, yeah. Everybody. Anybody I mean, who's still on, and they're all still on, most of them are still on a roster. They anybody who's taken w- after him. People and, don't know, they traded Wilson not long ago to the Dolphins for a seventh-round pick, and Miami couldn't stand him and cut him. Yeah, I mean, she's not even in football anymore. Yeah, other he's than that, a, he's a zero. He's great. Yeah, uh, number eight, Jerry Jones. They've done a whale of a job. Yeah, they, I mean, I know his son's heavily involved. I'm sure he's not pounding the pavement and scouting every player, right. and you know, he makes the final decisions. It's his organization. They've drafted very, very well. Yeah, I mean, uh, you get Dak Prescott in fifth. Number nine, John Lynch. Yeah. Okay. They've done well. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Brett Veach, the Chiefs. Yeah, I suppose they've been. Yeah, I mean, you hit on Mahomes. Yeah, that carries a lot. I mean, that I wasn't can... the first overall slam dunk Lawrence right. pick either. He traded up, made that move. It goes a long way. Um, um, how, much yeah. I, how much credit do you give him for Tyree Kill? I mean, he wasn't on anyone's draft board, right? Because I'm not sure if he was even five years ago or not, but yeah, you know, he's worked out. Uh, number eleven is Tom Telesco of the Chargers. I think things are shaping up there quickly. Yeah. Um, Herbert picture looks good. Yeah, he gets credit for Derwin James here, but I don't know what Derwin James is at this point in his career. He yeah. made the Pro Bowl his rookie year and hasn't played since. No. Uh, I assume Bosa's on his Bosa's on his, yeah. They traded up for the Oklahoma linebacker last year as well. So, the, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did, Hillary's I mean, not a great one. They missed on Forrest Lamp at 38 in yes. 2017. And Freeney, I think, was a second, or Feeney was a yeah. second rounder. He, he may not even be in the league anymore. Uh, 12 is Pete Carroll, John Schneider. So, again, you're giving They're, double credit. That's very similar yeah. to Tomlin. Yeah, I mean, they've been a team forever. They've won a lot of games. They're very odd because they don't value first-round picks, and they make some strange ones. I mean, Collier, the TCU edge. Rashad Penny. Penny. Yeah. I mean, they find some gems in the mid-rounds, but. Malik McDowell. If we're just talking drafts, you're right. talking. If, yeah, if you're just you're talking, talking drafts, I mean, they, be, they should be lower than that. They've blown a lot of first round picks, or don't have them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna have a hard time putting them high. I know they win games, right? And I think they're a good coaching staff, and I don't think he's a bad GM. But if you're just wanting great drafts, it's not so good. 
Uh, number 13, Brian uh, Gutenkunst uh, from the Packers. Yeah, I guess that's worked out fine. Last year is to be determined or at best. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. But Darnell Savage is a good, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice pick. Uh, number 14, Duke Tobin from the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, you, picking early helps. Sure doesn't hurt. Yeah, but you've got Higgins and Boyd and some, you know, some guys there. They've drafted a million linebackers. Mixon and Bates and yeah, you know, yeah, guys Bates like is that. Lawson. Yeah, but they've also used early picks on uh, Billy Price and uh, Cedric Ogoboye. Yeah, Price is a total zero yeah. too. Yeah, that, that's got to hurt a lot when you miss, miss. Maybe you just can't draft offensive linemen. Yeah, the linemen. <laughs> Jonah Williams is fine, but they didn't get much of him. His rookie year was hurt. Yeah. Uh, 15, less needed from the Rams. They're another one. They never picked they never, yeah, first-round pick once in this entire duration. But they make a lot of picks. I mean, I don't know how you judge them. I mean, some of their guys now, like Johnson and uh, the two guys that Troy Hill, you know, that Cleveland signed, they got a lot out of those mid-round picks. They yeah. seem to find a few of those every year. Uh, 16 is Chris Greer from the Dolphins. I think that's a to-be-determined one. Well, he's been there since 2016. Uh, has it been that long? Yeah, he's been there for a while. Okay. His first draft, they took Laramie Tunsil at 13. That was a gift for them because he got caught. Mask, yeah. yeah, he got caught with a bong mask. Right. Um, you know, And then uh, they turned him into an obscene amount of picks. But we're in the middle here now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to be more. There's going to be some swings yeah. and misses. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think that's not a bad group. I mean, this past year they, they did take Charles Harris in the first round of 2017. That's no good. Yeah. Uh, 17 is Eric DaCosta. We talked about him off the air. I mean, gets a ton of credit, but he gets credit because of what uh, a lot of what Ozzy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do. He's only been the GM for a few years there now. Mm-hmm. And everybody raved about last year's draft because they made a million picks and a lot of early ones. They didn't get a ton out of that class. They didn't, no. And Marquise Brown has not been a hit. Yeah, he's okay, but he's not a star. Not he was a, a first a, receiver draft. First, yeah, first right. first receiver drafted a in first a round draft. receiver class. Right. You know, and there's still the receiver needs. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. And he makes note that uh, Patrick Queen was the lowest graded rookie linebacker by Pro Football Focus last year. Mm-hmm. Lowest. Lowest. Um, yeah, that's problematic. Yeah. Number does Lamar doesn't he does Lamar doesn't go to him. Shouldn't right? No, he doesn't. Ago, that right. was that was Ozzy's last yeah, draft was, was Lamar last Jackson, draft. Orlando Brown, Mark Andrews. That's pretty good. But people give DaCosta credit for that because well, he was on the staff and he was, and I'm sure he helped in behind the doesn't scenes. Doesn't mean that's who that, he would have taken. That's not what this exercise right. is. Right. Um, Eighteen. And I wonder how much Harbaugh, how much. I mean, he's got a lot of juice. I'm sure he's got a lot of input. There. Sure. Uh, Eighteen is Bill Belichick. And that rightful. might be too high. That might be too high. I mean, last five years, there's a lot of missed picks there. Here's a, they list his best pick as Trey Flowers in round four in 2015. Fair enough. Which is a long time ago, by the way. It was a long time ago, right. He's been a lion now for three years, I think. His worst pick, the second round DBs. He's blown. <laughs> Jordan Everyone talks about receivers. Here we go. Jordan right. Richards, Cyrus Jones, Duke Johnson, Juwan Williams. He's taken four. Wow. People say the Steelers can't draft cornerbacks or defensive. Right. He's blown four, four, four day two picks badly on. Too. Yeah. And what's funny, Belichick knows more than Todd and Mel and me and you and Daniel Jeremiah and all those guys. But all those picks, everyone went, really? You know, <laughs> right. We had a fifth round rate on him, you know. And the consensus was, you know, I think some of it's just 
he's got some scoop from a guy and trusts him, and that doesn't mean you're taking the best player. He also took Nikhil Harry when A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel. Also uh, first receiver yeah, on the board. Deontay Johnson, yeah, guys yeah, like yeah, that yeah. were available that Matt year. Calf, you know, right. And he didn't. He's the worst of all of them. Yeah. Uh, number 19, Steve Keim, Cardinals. I guess Rosen hurts him. Kyle oh, Ro- Rosen, Rosen should. kills him, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. That's a big swing and a miss, but he did take yeah. Kyler Murray, which was not, sure. you know, that was a five foot, you know, ten quarterback number one overall is not an easy pick to make. No, you got to have some. A year for after that. you took another quarterback, top ten. Yeah, without question. Uh, he also took uh, Robert uh, in the Yeah, a really bad one too. Yeah, uh, but he did get like guys like Buda Baker in the second round. Mm-hmm. That was pick thirty six in the second round. Isabella hasn't really worked out. I'm trying to think of some of their early picks recently. He took David Johnson in 2015. That's a win. Yeah, yeah. DJ Humphreys. Boy, that seems like a long time ago. Yeah, but again, we're, we're down on the bottom down half. Down the bottom of, half, yeah. yeah. I mean, Not, traded for Chandler Jones yeah. and Hopkins and now Hudson. and Number 20, Ryan Pace from the Bears. The thing that he does that really has hurt that team, he trades up all the time. And not he traded up run. for Mitch Trubisky. That was huge. When Patrick Mahomes and, and Deshaun Watson were available. Right. I mean, that's a huge blemish, obviously. And gave up, like, two or three decent picks to do it. Seconds and thirds. They don't. They have not had a lot of early picks. And yeah. they trade up a lot. He early. also, his first draft was Kevin White. Wow. So it's like White and Trubisky. Yeah, that's not so they, good. I mean, the Mac trade hurts that, part, that equation, too, obviously. Yeah. But no, that, he should be very low. Uh, 21. How about this one? Howie Roseman from the Eagles. Agreed. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk out of there that the ownership really is steering that ship. And Two years ago, if you'd have suggested that Howie Roseman's in the bottom right. 12. He's won the Super Bowl. He's a genius. Oh, he's a genius. Right, Everything right. he does is right, and he's very aggressive. I mean, well, Dillard that's... hasn't really worked out. Rager hasn't yet and looks really bad with Jefferson going right behind him. Is Hurts a hit, and was it necessary? You know, Wentz doesn't look like a hit now either. Wentz and Goff have to be in the same conversation. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the last five years. The Lane so Johnsons good. are gone, and yeah. the Kelseys are gone, and Hurts. They don't count anymore. Uh, 22, Dave Gettleman from the Giants. Yeah. I think he's kind of easy to dislike and gets a little bit of a bum rap, you know, with hog mollies and all that. Yeah. But you know, was Barkley a good pick? I don't think I could kill him for it. I mean, it's not like Darnold is in the Hall of Fame or all of a sudden. Or, yeah. You know, Lawrence is fine. Uh, who's the corner he drafted? DeAndre Baker. Sure. Yeah, that that's a, a yeah. stings. Sure does. Uh, Daniel 20, Jones better hit, too. 23, John Gruden, Mike Mayock. Really bad. I mean, Cleveland Farrell at four or five or whatever that was. Um, the other they don't guys, even list that as his worst pick, though. They list Lynn Bowden in the third round as his worst pick. Because they didn't even get to camp. They traded him before that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as a third rounder. They traded for like a fifth rounder a month later before he even got to camp. It's pretty bad. Um, but that's not the only bad ones. I mean, there's a, a wealth of first-round pick. What did they get for Khalil Mack if you add it all up? Not much. Not much, yeah. But, I mean, great picks, but they didn't make them count. So that's the guys who are established. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of them. So the, and then he has the newbies. You got uh, Trent Balky with the Jaguars. Well, he's going to come out of this like oh. it, when they do this one three years from now or whatever. He got Trevor Lawrence and you know all these first round picks. <laughs> I mean the Jets too or the other one. They, 
it's a nice position to inherit. Yeah. You know, the Jets are a year older. but Same thing with Andrew Barry with the Browns. Really love what Andrew Barry's done with the draft. Yeah. Well, he inherited all those picks. Yeah. I, we talked about that with the, with, you know, with the. When it the, happened. Yeah. It was like, boy, I mean, say what you want about the the analytics makeup and tanking and all that. Well, they set things up really well for the next crew. They to kept take tra- over. they kept moving, you know, picks, trading back for right. future picks and things of that nature. Someone and I kept had- saying at some point you got to use those picks. Yeah. This you guy know. sat down at the blackjack table with blackjack. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh Nick Casario from the Texans. Who not, knows? But not sold on that. It's nasty yeah. right now. Joe Douglas from the Jets, of course. Yeah, promising, yeah. right. And he's yeah. got a lot to work with. He got Mackay Becton last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Fitterer with the Panthers. We'll see All about defense that. last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry Fontenot from the Falcons. What did they do last year? I mean, is it last couple? He's only been there a year, I guess, huh? Yeah. Or, or at all. Was Dimitrov, yeah. I think Dimitrov took over this year, so he's totally incomplete. Yeah. Uh, Brad Holmes with the Lions. No, these are some of these guys. Are these are some of these guys. Right. He yeah. comes over from the Rams. Yeah. So. Uh, George Patton or Peyton? I'm, I'm not sure with whether well, that's Peyton. Pat, is it Peyton mm-hmm. uh, with the Broncos? Yeah. yeah. Um, takes over for Elway. We'll see see if he could find a quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I heard they thought they had Stafford locked up. I think that they're they've been trying. They've been trying. Yeah, I think they like the Panthers. Locke isn't their yeah. guy? Um, Peyton has a Peyton helped draft Bridgewater in Minnesota. I don't think Bridgewater is going to be back. He's he's doing like a seven. It'll be seven million extra bucks if they keep him. So. I think that's their fallback plan if they can't get a field Ugh. or a lance. That'd be terrible. That's, that's no fallback plan. Uh, to me, that's – I mean, That would be wasting all that receiver talent that you have. I know. I mean, is he better than Locke? I, could, I, I mean, don't know. I'd rather take my chances. There was Locke nothing – I and, uh, just to drop in the fantasy football talk, mm-hmm. there was nothing more frustrating last year than owning DJ Moore. Because he's really good. Because he's really good, yeah. and he was not used. He would go an entire game without a target, and then the last two minutes of the game, oh, Teddy's going to throw the ball downfield. Right. And he finished with two catches for 55 yards. What well, was there the whole game? I mean, we don't talk much <laughs> fantasy anymore, but say what, I don't care what you think about Darnold. I'm going to take DJ Moore this year because yeah. he's going to be valued too low. He'll throw down the field. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one here is Ron Rivera, Mar- Marty Herney, Martin Mayhew with the football team. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows who's in charge? Who, who knows, and, yeah. yeah. I kind of think uh, Dick Sharon might have the biggest stick in the room, though. He may yeah, yeah, I mean, I think Rivera year. would probably carry some weight. Oh, that's what I mean. I called him Geron. Okay. Rivera, I see. The head coach. Yeah. yeah. I think he has the most juice in that room, from what I understand. I think the owners actually backed down a little bit lately, which is good. Probably a good thing, yeah. You keep hearing rumors they're trying to – they're still being aggressive to get a quarterback, too. I they mean, need to be. In the draft. They don't have one. They don't have one. They don't have one. I mean, I – a long way to go. Though. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't make a play for Cam Newton. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that Rivera thinks that Newton's done. Right. I mean, he knows him well enough. Yeah, he's been around him his entire career. Yeah. Like he, I'm not sure New England's done I'm either. sure he sat and watched the tape from last year and going, Cam can't throw anymore. Mm-hmm. No, and I don't think he actively pursued him a year before that. Yeah. No, he could be right on that. But that's the GM rankings. Uh, you know, again, Kevin Colbert ranking second on that list. Uh, again, Does every year, it sounds For the like, last yeah. five years. Right. Awesome. Uh, again, you look at what he's done. Yeah. Um, you know, The consistency of it. You know, Three Super Bowl appearances, mm-hmm. um, two two Super Bowl wins. The only person that can say, the only guy on this list that can say they have more than that is Belichick. Belichick, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And again, I mean, what would Kevin do if you gave him? If he took over the Jags right now, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like here's Trevor Lawrence as a present, and then you have all these other picks and a blank slate, and 
no bad contracts you have to deal with, or you know, like yeah. what do you do building a team? You know, he's never right. had to do that. I mean, uh, you know, and I get it. That's why there were some rumors out there. Well, the Lions really want Kevin Colbert. Well, he wasn't going anywhere. That's not the, where you want to go either. No, <laughs> no. Know, he's, he's been in that building. He's, sure. I'm sure he knows how things. I'm not implying he should leave by any means. No, I just wonder would he be even shine more if he had the opportunity to? Here's Trevor Lawrence in your lap. You know, one of those type of deals. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. I mean, it's kind of like when you know, with the when the you know, you go from the end of, of Peyton Manning's career, mm-hmm. he gets hurt, you go one in fifteen, and you get Andrew Luck. It happens to be the year that Luck comes yeah. out. And, yeah. What if it was the year? It was you know, Mitch Trubisky's. The, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you miss, and yeah. yeah, absolutely, it's a big contract. You can't move him, and right, no, it's one hundred percent true. There are some, there are some luck to this too. Yeah, yeah no doubt about that. But uh, interesting. I, yeah, I, I saw that last night. I wanted to talk about that on the show today. But uh, that is going to do it for this segment right. of the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Of course, you can subscribe to all of our podcasts here on Steelers leave Nation us a Radio. Good review while you're at it. Yeah, please do. And uh, you can go ahead and review the the other shows on here on Steelers Nation uh, Radio as well, yeah. and, including the one that uh, our Jacob Brecht, who is uh, running the board here for us, does every uh, every Saturday with. Uh, Tom Offerman sure. and, and uh, why am I drawing my black? Kellen, Kellen yeah. yeah. Kellen Gursky. Kellen Gursky. Tearing it up. Uh, so you can listen to that one as well. And, of course, uh, there's Moats and uh, Mueller. Uh, Mueller. Well, I'm, uh, I'm drawing. <laughs> I played golf this morning, so my brain's a little fried. Out I was out, out in the it, swamp. It was 40 degrees outside the entire time. You're still chilly. I'm a little chilly. but uh, No, it's a good crew, though. Yeah, real good stuff. And as we get closer to the draft, you can hear more of that. You can also subscribe to our triple takes. Might as well do that as well. Yeah, go ahead and listen to it all. Yeah, And spread the word. Let people know that Steelers Nation Radio is out there and available to everybody. We appreciate that as well. But we also appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, Matt, the uh, Steelers players announcing today that, uh, much like many other teams, um, they're not planning on taking part in some of the optional yeah, uh, OTAs. Work, yeah. yeah, the voluntary workouts. I don't know that most fans care about it. I, I would think not. I mean, I guess it's a... Maybe people are reading this that there's there's up to like ten or eleven teams that aren't going to do it. It'll probably end up being none. It'll probably end up being none. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the players' union will get in touch with everybody and like, why don't we just all sit this one out? They are voluntary for one. Right. At this stage, the rookies obviously aren't involved. This is pre-draft. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. People need to understand what these things really are. Um, it's weightlifting. Mm-hmm. It's maybe some positional drills, but not too many. A lot of times, the coaches aren't even involved. Yeah, right. With this I guess stuff. That's true. Too. I mean, it's just what they what I, they have these for are for the guys who have workout clauses. Yeah, right. In their Someone contracts. You get bonuses for yeah, you get a bonus for that. Yeah. And the league has said that they're not going to pay if the, if the players don't show up for the for these OTAs. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pay the the those those, those con- bonuses. Yeah, the bonuses aren't mm-hmm. going to get paid. So, I think that was a big reason a lot of these were invented. Were we don't want our guys getting fat and out of shape, right. out of, you know. This time yeah, it of used year to be that you know times were different. When I first started covering the team in '93, you didn't see the players from the end of the season 
until the opening of minicamp. Wow. The OTAs didn't start. I'm not even sure of the, the the real date, but I'm thinking it was like maybe late '90s, early 2000s when they actually started having some of these off-season workouts. Yeah, the right, team, right, right. You know, and the team was involved in them. Because outside of that, I mean, put it this way: there are players right now every day who are down at the Steelers facility. Yeah, it's working not like out. It's closed to them, right? Or They're right. in there they working. Go, out. Right. They're under contract. They're in there working out. They're mm-hmm. part of the team. Uh, you know, I know when we talked to Zach Banner a couple weeks ago, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in the. You know, I see Chooks in there. I see this, this, yeah. these guys are in they there. They come and go as they please. Yeah, but the strength and conditioning coach isn't in Hawaii all summer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, they're, they're so they're seeing these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this and is the world is so much smaller now too, and people don't get fat and out of shape like back in the '80s. It's not a stuff, good idea, right? I mean, you're going to get exposed, and it's, there's too much money at stake. And you know, you talk to Tunch and Wolf and those guys. Well, we got we got in shape in, at, at training camp, at right. the training which camp is before. why they had eight weeks of training camp. Right, you they know? grinded us, and we were you know we didn't we weren't in shape when we got there. We were when we left. You know, like boot camp. You know, yeah, you know, that's not how the world. That's works. That's why, anymore. like the the conditioning drills that they do, they have the conditioning test. Yeah, at the start of every camp around the league, like they're obsolete now too. And anybody fails that is right. like, I remember it'd be like a big deal on the news. I'd watch it when I was like ten years old. Who 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 failed? Who didn't? You know, because people come in chubby or whatever. Yeah. Everybody passes them now. Right, because <laughs> right. they've been working out with the team all year yeah. long. Yeah, I mean, some of those things are obsolete. I bet they're kind of just, you know, uh, minor roadblocks you know, that nobody cares about. Um, but the, the Players Association didn't want these things in the CBA last year, but caved on it, the OTAs and stuff. They, mm-hmm. wanted, they wanted things virtually. In some ways, they're, they benefit either side that much. In some ways, they're kind of using the pandemic as an excuse, mm-hmm. like, well, we can get, you know, we didn't do it last year and we got to, you know. But if they all voted 10 years ago, they might have been like, uh, let's sit this one out. Yeah. Because they don't gain much. Yeah. And again, they're voluntary. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I know we would have voluntary open gyms mm-hmm. for basketball when I was in high school. Year, year round. Yeah. But you went because, it, well, if you didn't go. You didn't want to be the one. Yeah. Like, what am I? You don't want to be the guy who showed up just to, okay. Here, this is the first mandatory practice. I'm going to come rolling in for the first time. Hey, coach, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, similar to my time with teams. One of my least favorite things for those five years or so was it could be a downtime of the year on a Tuesday, and I my work was done, but I would sit there for another hour because I didn't want to be the first one to leave. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Too much testosterone in the room. You don't want the head coach to walk by and have an empty office. Where's Matt? <laughs> yeah, everyone has to work hard all the time. And, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm done. You know, yeah. I'll, I can watch Walter Jones again or whatever, but <laughs> it's time to go home. I did this all year, you know. Yeah. That kind of stuff makes me crazy. Yeah, so I get it. Uh, but, again, I don't know how much most fans care because it's not it, – the media is not even allowed in for most of these. Yeah, right, right, right. So you're not missing. We wouldn't be broadcasting. You're not missing anything. They're not, you know. It's more like just check in and see where we're at. We haven't seen you in a while. Stop in. Hey, we're thinking about installing three or four new things in the Mac Canada offense, or stressing them more, or something like that. Or things. These are things that you can do on a Zoom call now. You can do it on a Zoom call. Um, Zoom call. Right. At the same time, it's you know, for most players, it's probably not a big deal. But for for like, if I was a guy, an end-of-the-roster guy, 
Yeah, and, and it's your new team in yeah. particular, or even like a Curtis Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be there. I want to get to know the coach. I want to pick his brain a little mm-hmm. bit and see what he likes and what he doesn't like. And, oh, by the way, this is before the draft. If I blow him away, maybe they won't draft an outside Correct. linebacker in the third yeah. round where they thought about. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my last impression for put a, a stake in my job type of deal. Right. Which so, brings me to rookie minicamp. Do you have any fear that that's not going to happen? None. Good. Okay. Yeah. This isn't the start of things and, oh, no, we might not have training camp or, you know. I don't feel that way. Because we're it. getting, I don't even know what the numbers are now, but it's, let's say it's 3 million people a day vaccinated. Vaccinated. Um, so two more weeks from now. Yeah. You know, and now you're up to. Yeah. of these people in the organization yeah. and players. Yeah. Are, you've, by two more weeks from now, you've vaccinated another, I don't know, 50 million people. Right. Right. You know, at what point is the. pretty quick. What point are, are we at their level here where, you it's know. It's time to get back to normalcy. Yeah. If they didn't have rookie minicamp, I'd be concerned. I think there's some value to rookie. Absolutely, the yeah. first time these guys get fitted for their pads and everything after. Yeah. I mean, they and were you professional. you go out and okay, this is your first look at the the new offense, mm-hmm. and here's how we do our drills, and I mean, it was nice know, all these see. things you don't that you don't want to be doing the first two or three days of training camp. Sure, because right, you're right, just right. you know this is the. Using your time in minicamp to, to show these guys, okay, here's how we do this drill. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, exactly. As I say, like the tempo of practice. Like, let's use Devin Bush as an example. We all want to see him run around, and boy, he looks athletic and all that. But you also don't want him taking the running back's head off on the first play because right. you know he's trying to impress people. We like, saw that know. a couple years ago when the when the Raiders were on uh, hard, knocks. hard knocks, and John Abrams Abram, out there right, 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 is right. out there knocking guys around in, in training, and, and Gruden's like, hey. No, I appreciate it. We love that, but this, this is our teammate here. Yeah. You know, this is in 1975, and you know, we, you know, we we understand you're a physical player. You know, but rookie mini camps, there's something to be said there. Not to mention all those undrafted guys at least get to get some reps. Yeah, you know, right. right. They actually get some attention from a position coach. Um, get a sled, or you know, a lot more mock drafts continuing to roll out here. Yeah, a lot. and. I think we're going to do a final one for the Steelers as well here. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, about a week from now. But and we'll do another one here in the next segment mm-hmm. as, as we like to do. But it seems like a lot of people are finally settling on the fact that the Steelers are likely to take a running back in the first round. Yeah, I mean, you and I have we dig in pretty heavy more than you know, and we specialize on one team, of course. But even I was just on with Stan Saverin, and he's like. Who could take one ahead of the Steelers now? I'm like, maybe the Dolphins, maybe the Jets, but they need so many other things. I mean, if Atlanta trades back to, from four to where Washington picks, could they take Najee Harris? Maybe. But it lines up pretty darn well for one to three of them to be available at 24, yeah, if I, not later. Uh, you know, I've had people ask me, well, what happens if, you know, Harris and, and ATN are gone at 24? Do you, do you take Williams there? I'm like, Harrison, there's. I don't see any way possible that Harrison, ATN are gone at 24. Right, there'd be a lot of shuffling around boards. Nobody trades up for a running back. I mean, like what team's going to trade to 23 to get ahead of a Steelers to take a running back? I mean, the biggest obstacle to me of running back at 24 is, do the Steelers value that position enough to do it? I mean, would they pass on, I don't know, uh, Jenkins or Jamin Davis or Zayvon Collins and just say? We don't value running backs enough to do it. But as you've mentioned many times, they're off season. They've addressed every other position. Except. <laughs> except. Yeah. Except you know, that. Right. I mean, they're telling us. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not real difficult to read the tea leaves. 
However, I mean, if they don't take one at 24, and we're sitting here on that Friday previewing the second round, they might look at it and think, we can get one in the second even. You know, I mean, they might think that. Or it might not take as much to get to the 12th pick in the second round, and we already have something locked up. Maybe. I'm just thinking of how the first pick is not a running back. The last time the Steelers took a running back in the first round, it was Rashad Mendenhall. Okay. In 2008, Mike yeah. Tomlin's second year, working with Kevin Colbert, he was the 23rd pick in the draft. Wow. They're picking 24th this year. Yeah. I mean, and Lev Bell's, an, I mean, by running back standards, an early pick. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're know, not, uh, they're not against Bell was it. Bell was the 48th pick yeah. in, in that draft that year. Was he the third back off the board or something like that? He was they're the not a... second back. Giovanni Bernard was first. Oh, he went ahead they of Lacey. They took him, right. they passed it, They passed on Lacey, and everybody right. went nuts. How oh, could you pass on any Lacey? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that seemed all right. Speaking of Bell, I see more and more similarities with him and Harris as receivers. Yeah. I mean, they are... Harris has unusually long arms, this huge wingspan. He's just scratching the surface as a receiver. Bell was a good receiver at Michigan State, but not like he was year right, three yeah. with the Steelers. Because he was a he was a different player at Michigan State. Yeah. I mean, he was thirty pounds heavier. I think they see a lot of similarities. Saying we can detach this guy and run slants and goes and all kinds of stuff against linebackers. We know he can hand it to him and he can run the football. Right. I mean, we know that. And frankly, I think he's a better runner at this stage than Bell was. And, yeah, you know, Bell's yeah. got Bell broke out after he lost weight and found who he was, but I think they see a lot of similarities in the two. If you look at the those drafts since they took Bell, uh, they didn't take well. They took a run. They took Dre Archer in the third round in twenty fourteen. He does. He was more of a. They're not going to hand him. The he ball. was more of a piece. Uh, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, a weapon. Uh, they didn't take a running back in twenty fifteen. In twenty sixteen. They didn't take a running back. Yeah. And this is when Bell was the best back in the league, basically, yeah. and getting tons of your But usage. then in 2017, he used 150. Is D'Angelo Williams still on the team at that point? Uh, he was on those those two years, 14 and 15. Okay. So then he was gone. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 15 and 16. Okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but yeah. I was thinking he 15 and 16, because 14 was, was when they had LeGarrette Blunt. Ah, that was that. Yeah. Year. So okay. 17, they don't, they don't bring D'Angelo Williams back. Mm-hmm. Bell's now a veteran running back at that point. And you know his contract's yeah. coming up. Uh, so they draft James Conner with the 105th pick overall. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a third-round pick, but it was the ninth. It was a comp pick. It right? was a comp pick. Yeah. So, you know, it was deep into the comps. So he was not – he was essentially a fourth-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a top-100 player, but barely. Yeah. You know, right? There were a lot um, of backs off the board. That was a really good running back class. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. 2018, they then double down again. They take Jalen Samuels in the fifth round. Again, though, not as the bell cow. Right. I mean, I don't think. And even on here, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at uh, drafthistory.com, and Jalen Samuels was listed as a tight end. <laughs> and they were wrong. And I guess he worked out with the tight ends at the combine, which screwed everybody up. But he was never a, never a tight end, a bell replacement or no. a Connor replacement. Right. He, he was closer to a Dre Archer type pick. Yeah. Uh, 2019, they take Benny Snell with the 122nd. Yeah pick overall again not a high draft pick however i think these past two years snell and mcfarland what year was mcfarland mcfarland was 124th pick in the draft both fourth round guy you know if you you're on drafthistory.com could you do me a favor Mm -hmm. and instead of sorting by team could you just sort by running backs yeah because i do think these past two years to your point that they're not afraid to use high picks on backs i think they wanted to 
or were certainly had intentions to. They knew they were going to draft a back. I'm not saying Snell and McFarland were consolation prizes or they didn't like them, but there was a couple I think of last runs. year in particular, there was a big run on those there running a, backs in the second round. That, and I would say the year before, like when Alexander Madison was going and – you know, we did all these. That was a third passes. round run. There was a, there was a, a big run, run in the third too, round. Yeah, that where they, it just didn't fall the way they wanted because I think they would have used a day two pick on a back one of these last two years, and the draft just didn't go that way for them. So last year, Clyde Edwards Hilaire goes thirty second overall. Mm-hmm. The next of the next uh, thirty picks, because AJ Dillon. Remember the Steelers didn't have a first. Yeah, AJ Dillon went at sixty two. So you're talking thirty picks. There were six running backs taken. Seven running backs taken. Mm-hmm. Seven. How many were gone when Claypool picked? When the Claypool pick rolled around? Um, I know Taylor was gone. Swift was gone. Akers and Dobbins were the top guys available. They were still available. And yeah. Dylan was the next. They, Dylan, those three yeah. went day two, and they chose Claypool over them. Yeah, you know, which made perfect sense. That doesn't mean that they wouldn't have taken Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, DeAndre Swift, or, or Jonathan Taylor ahead of Claypool. Right. But they even, may have very well have had those guys rated ahead of him, but it didn't work out that mm-hmm. way. But it was a pretty deep draft class. They knew they were going pretty much outside linebacker in the third round was penciled in. Yeah. With the Dupree situation. So I I knew that we all knew they were going to take a back. And McFarland still, the book isn't We don't know. We, had, we don't know. Right, 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 right. But, but I, there, you know, after he was taken, or after uh, you had uh, Dylan, Zach Moss went in the third round. He was somebody we he thought was 86, could have been a yeah. Right. Uh, then Darrington Evans, then Josh Kelly, okay. then LaMichael Pirine. And then Anthony McFarlane went 124th. But let's say Claypool goes one pick ahead of where the Steelers do. That very well could have been Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, yeah well absolutely. Been, right? I mean, that's who I mocked to him last mm-hmm. year. I mean, like they're not afraid to use their first pick in the draft on a back. In 2019, Josh Jacobs was the first draft mm-hmm. or back drafted at pick 24, by the way. Mm. Similar to where, you know, obviously, where it could go this year. The, the exact same pick if the right, Steelers right, take right. one. Uh, he was then, the only first, right? then there wasn't a, a second round. Uh, nobody went in the second round until Miles Sanders went at fifty-three. Okay, those were the top two backs taken. Then you had Daryl Henderson in the third, David Montgomery in the third, Devin Singletary in the third, Damian Harris in the third, Alexander Madison in the third. They were all pretty lumped together, right? Yeah, like I think the Steelers wouldn't have mind getting involved. Those in that guys trade. went from pick seventy to one hundred two, but if seventy, seventy-three, and seventy-four were Henderson, Montgomery, Singletary. Mm, okay. Yeah, I remember there was a run there where you and I, and most people thought at that point, most of those backs would have been fourth-ish, yeah. maybe even fifth-rounders, and they went in the third. Everyone just assumes backs are going to fall. And here's the thing. They haven't fallen as much as people think. If you look at that group, you say, oh, well, you know, Henderson, Montgomery, Singletary, Harris, Madison, they're all decent they're backs. They're fine, yeah. They're not Josh Jacobs. No, 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 no. Right, right, they're right. Not, they're not Miles Sanders. No, absolutely not. Like, Those are your top two backs. I mean, you know, so... Merrill Hodgson's Miles Sanders is the most talented back in the league. He might be. <laughs> I mean, like, there's he, this he guy... Can't, he can't stay lot, healthy. But he's got a lot right. going for him, right. Uh, if we go back to the 2018 draft, Saquon Barkley, number one, or goes first, second overall. He was the best running back prospect I've ever seen. Yeah. Rashad Penny went at 27. That that was a... Go listen yeah. to a different segment about Seattle's GM. Yeah. Nobody nobody else takes him The Patriots high. took Sony Michelle at 31. Bad pick, but a lot of injuries. Yeah. I like Michelle a lot coming out of Georgia, but he's been very injured. And for some reason, they don't throw him the ball. Nick Chubb went at 35. Imagine if the Patriots had taken Nick Chubb instead, instead of Michelle. So, yeah. Right. Wow. Absolutely. And it was four picks. They were four picks apart. Mm-hmm. The early, early second rounder. 
I think Nick Chubb's the best runner in the league. Yeah, some, somebody on my on message board the other night, well, Nick Chubb wasn't a first-round draft pick. He went 35th he overall. Went 35th. I mean, it's not much different <laughs> if he went 32nd. Right? Or 25th. Or 25th. He's There's, a very high pick. Yeah. And not a receiver. I mean, and not a receiver. Right. Uh, Ronald Jones went 38th that year. Okay. Um, and Johnson went 43rd. I really liked him, too, and he's had massive injury problems. Yeah. You know, if you could pry him loose from the Lions for something, uh, that would be worth a. If if your docs check out on yeah. him, I think he's got shattered knees or something. That, there could be right. I mean, uh, then you're looking at Darius Geis at 59. Well, he's that hasn't right. worked out. <laughs> no. Royce Royce Freeman at 71. Not so good. Uh, Naeem Hines at 104. He is what he is. He is what he is. He's not yeah. an every down back. No, though. he's a receiver. Yeah. Uh, Mark Walton. From the bank, went to the Bengals at 112. He had also had off field stuff. Ito Smith at 126, who just mm. got cut yesterday. And then Kalen Balage. Who? We're supposed to like him now, but yeah. I still don't. Now, Chase, <laughs> Chase Edmonds went at 134 That's to the nice. Cardinals, but is he an every down back? So you just named like everyone drafted from Chubb to Edmonds. Is there one hit in there? Maybe. Ronald Jones, I guess you could say, is kind of is. But if the Steelers are Ronald Jones, they'll still be drafting a running back. Right. And yeah. He's not the answer. He's I mean, not a, He's not an every down back. Like I, I mean, they brought Fournette and Gio Bernard back this year with Ronald Jones. Yeah. So my point is, oh, we'll just get it back in round four. That logic doesn't hold up. No, it doesn't. It, it may doesn't. hold up for a year. You, you, know, may, you may catch lightning in a bottle for sure. a year. I mean, I mean two, two years ago, people would have said, well, Sony Michelle's a hit. Yeah. He's not. At he's all. not. He's not at all. No. I mean, he wouldn't shock me if he's not in the league in a year. Yeah. Like let's, Aaron Jones is a hit. Right. He's he's one that's legit. Well, let's look at the 2017 draft, which this is a great. This is a good draft. This is a see. great year for running backs. I mean, historic. Historic. Yeah. yeah. Fournette was the fourth overall pick. He's actually the worst one of the of the top guys. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was the eighth pick. Yeah. Dalvin Cook was the 41st pick. Awesome. Ninth pick of the second round. The next round. one's a stud. Joe Mixon was the 48th Ooh, I was pick. I the next one was Henry. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, I'm sorry. Camaro came, went after Mixon at 67. Wow. These Car- are Hall of Famers, potentially. Yeah. Kareem Hunt went at 86. Wow. Then Dante Foreman. Ooh. Uh, James Conner went at 105. Mm-hmm. And he's been fine. Samaje P. Rhyme went at 114. Not so great. Tariq Cohen. Went at 119. This is what he is. He's kind of like the Naheem yeah. Hines conversation. Joe Williams went at 121. Oh, remember the big story about yeah. Shanahan standing on the table for Joe Williams? Uh, Donnell Pumphrey went to the Eagles Ooh. at 132. Wasn't Marlon Mack in that class? We're getting there. Oh, I was thinking he was long gone. Yeah. Um, Jamal Williams went at 134. Yeah. And he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, w- yeah. Wayne Gallman went at 140, who's Ooh. still available yeah, in free yeah. agency. Marlon Mack went at 143. Injuries. Brian Hill at 156. Not so good. Jeremy McNichols at 162 to the Bucks. TJ Logan at wow. 179 to the Cardinals. 182 was uh, Aaron, Jones. Aaron Jones. Now, I'm here to tell you right now, Chris Carson went that year as well. He, Chris Carson was the 249th pick. Yeah. You see all That's those other. Awesome class. You see all those other misses, though. Right, right, It's right, not right, like right. these were the only guys taken and they went in order. Like if the if the Packers had known that their that Aaron Jones was Aaron Jones, yeah, they used the third round pick on him or the fourth round pick that they used on Jamal Williams on him or something higher, mm-hmm. and they don't take three running backs in that draft. No, right? They, did they were throwing crap too. against the wall and hoping Very something so. stuck. <laughs> I mean, basically, 
Yes, you can hit. Because they took Devontae Mays in the, in the seventh round that year as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they took three. I mean, they weren't sure of any of those guys. Um, yes, you can find mid and late round backs, but not nearly as easily as it many tend to no. think. And there are examples of James Robinson. Like we're, and, you're, you're yeah. talking about Leonard Fournette being a bust. Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette's been a thousand yard back. Oh, he's making millions. He's making millions. He right. just helped the just Buccaneers a win a Super Bowl. Right, right, right. Like, right. Was he, he's a bust at the fourth overall pick. If he had been the 24th pick in that draft, you'd, you'd feel a little bit better he about it. He ran all over the Steelers as a Jag, yeah. too. I mean, he's had some high moments. Um, but that that pond had the most fish in it and big ones of any running back class we can remember. And still some people went fishing and didn't get, a, didn't right. get their back. But the early ones were pretty darn successful. Yeah, it's really hard to mess up an early running back. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Twenty sixteen right. was Ezekiel Elliott with the fourth overall pick. Yeah, uh, Derrick Henry went. Fourth, Henry's in that. Henry one, went forty fifth overall. Kenyon Drake went seventy third overall. And Drake's had a good enough career for the seventy third pick. And then the rest of those guys. I mean, you're talking about you know the, Tyler Irvin, C.J. Prozice, uh, Devontae Booker, uh, Kenneth Dixon. I mean, so. Dallas. These were guys, you know, I remember Kenneth Dixon every year was, this is this is a big oh, year for Kenneth Dixon. I loved Kenneth Dixon. It Kenneth never worked out. It was bad. Yeah. Terrible protection. Injuries, yeah. Right. So Dallas that year picked fourth and took Zeke Elliott, right? Yeah. Jordan Howard in the fifth round at 150 is probably the, the That's guy. That's the closest thing to a hit. Yeah. You can't catch a cold. Uh, unless you consider Alex Collins a hit. I don't. No. I mean, he's okay. He had, he had a stretch. He had a career. He had a stretch. So, my point, Dallas at four. I'm not saying taking it back at four smart we got a big draft need and and we're gonna wait till round three well you're not gonna get anybody yeah you're gonna get stuck picking from <laughs> yeah who's left here what right. do we hope if they re- let's hope if they wait till round two i think henry was already gone it's not like they got henry like yeah it, uh, grab a good one 25th yeah just one more year with this we'll go back okay todd Gurley uh is a 10th overall pick in 2015 mm-hmm. That's a hit. I mean, that's yeah. a huge hit. I mean, Melvin Gordon now. at 15, the 15th. That's, that's a hit. TJ Yeldon was the next back drafted. He was 36. He's still in the league, but that's not a hit. Not a hit. But uh, so, And then you're looking at Amir Abdullah. Yeah. Was the 70, uh, 54th pick. Wow. Uh, Duke Johnson was the – or I'm sorry, Tevin Coleman was the 73rd pick. Those guys are all about the same. Duke Johnson uh, was the 77th pick. David Johnson was the 86th pick. Yeah, okay. small school guy. He fell yeah. a little more than – yeah, that's a hit. Uh, Matt Jones at 95. He was good for like a year. For like a year. Jeremy Langford at 106. Not good for Jalston Fowler at 108. Is he Titan? Yeah. He's a fullback, actually. He doesn't count. Javorius Allen, Buck Allen at 125. Yeah, these guys are all backups – Part-time players. Yeah. Mike Davis went that year at okay. uh, uh, 126. David Cobb went at 138. Uh, D- Jay Ajay was f- 149. There's the perfect example of what you're going to get at a, a late round. He only fell that long because he had a bad knee. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, a medical uh, reject. Two years after that, people, well, we, yeah, they, they got a steal in the second. You know, this is a, uh, you know. Well, he was a medical reject because his knee can't hold up. I mean, right. He didn't hold up. Again, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, right. you're yeah. talking about that short shelf life. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have? Would you rather use that pick on Todd Gurley, or would you rather have used the later pick on David Ajay? Well, Gurley got you to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, of those last, what you, you talked about, five draft classes. Melvin there, Gordon got to a Super Bowl. Melvin Gordon was like the league's leading rusher one year almost. Yeah, yeah I mean, like he's he's still good. Steelers were killed for Melvin Gordon. But that's year. one of the other arguments. Well, how many leading rushers got to, you know won Super Bowls? 
doesn't have to be a leading rusher. Yeah. But you better – it doesn't hurt to have a 1,000-yard back. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've heard weird conversations about uh, the percentage of first-round picks that won Super Bowl as a quarterback. Well, the guy that was picked 199 owns like 25% of the rings. Right. <laughs> Over the last 10 years or right, 20 right, years. Right. It doesn't yeah. count. That kind of skews the, the, the curve a little bit. I wonder if you, if you looked at – all the backs drafted, these are random numbers, but it's, it's kind of Steeler-related. If you're a back drafted between 20 and 40th overall, which it's safe to say that's probably where the Steelers' first pick will be. Yeah. I bet they're 90% hits. I may do that. You know, I mean, or maybe anyone I'll have... picked in the top 40 or anyone picked in the top 50 or, you know, whatever number you want to pick, you would assume a top 10 running back is going to be a hit. And they basically all are yeah. with – in, including for them. I mean, you got to go all the way back to 2014. Bishop Sankey was the first running back taken, but he was he, he, he was the 54 sec. Yeah, he was the yeah, yeah. 54th pick, and Jeremy Hill was the the pick after that. Then Carlos Hyde, and they went 54, 55, 57. Hill and Hyde actually weren't dreadful. I mean, no, they were they, they were okay. Know, they were okay, but still, that was a bad running yeah. back class. Um, the 2013 draft, there was no running again. That's back to back years with no running backs taken in the first yeah, round. Yeah, right, right. In the 2012 draft is really when this whole running backs don't matter thing started with Trent Richardson going third overall because he was a bust, and then two years in a row was just terrible draft classes. Yeah, if it's a bad running back draft class, well then yeah, don't take teams the don't round. take running backs in the first round anymore because look what happened with Trent Richardson. Right. Well, if they do, you know. No, you're right. I guess there is a three year stretch there, Richardson. Sankey in the year after or in between that the analytic folks will yeah. say in 13 13 was Ber- Giovanni Bernard was the first guy taken mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell was two Monty Ball Eddie Lacy uh, Michael Kristen Michael Niall Davis Jonathan Franklin Carl Cal Juzic went in that in that draft but I mean I wonder um, during that three-year stretch were why was the running back crop so bad I mean, what was coming in the league was bad. Yeah. Not the, the, well, I think the that, way that you know, the that, that would be it. right around the time where you started seeing colleges more, like everybody started running the spread. See, that's what I was starting to think, because 2014 was the Sankey year. That's the Odell, Watkins, Evans, yeah. you know, yeah. historically great receiver year. Like, you can't have everything. No. <laughs> I, and I thought Sankey was going to be a good back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody thought that was a terrible But, thing. again, try, trying to judge what a guy does running out of the spread. Mm-hmm. When he's not getting hit until he's ten yards down the field is often tough. Often tough. Yeah. No. You know, a guy like I mean, Najee, yeah, he gets really good blocking, but he gets used as a workman horse, you know, workhorse yeah. NFL style back. Right. And certainly Javante, you know, yeah. I mean those guys You don't have to project all that. No, much. they get a lot of carries between the tackles, you know, somewhat traditional runs. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the NFL didn't adapt at that time. To what was coming in the league like they do now. Yeah, the NFL. Some of those guys might have hit if, they, if teams, off if if teams are running a more you know read yeah. options and stuff like that that yeah. they were used to running. Let's say Sankey goes to the Cardinals this year, eh, maybe he would have hit a little bit better. Yeah, because the, the, they were making them do things they didn't do so well. That's that's kind of what I think. The more I think about it. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, good conversation. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. Uh, we want to thank Jacob Recht for keeping us on the air throughout this segment, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. 
Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, Matt, it is mock draft time. We haven't used the draft network's yeah, mock right, drafter right. here in a while, and we can't trade. So we were locked in. We're going to make our picks. We are locked in with our picks, so the picks are made ahead of us. They're in. They're done. Okay. And here's what we got to pick from. Okay. I'm just going to read down their list of top players available. Fair enough. Aziz Ojolari. Fair enough. Travis Etienne. Good. Najee Harris. Better. Quiddy Pay. Okay. I bet he's not there, but I can see Probably it. not. Right, but, but yeah. you know. Um, the pick ahead of ahead of us was Jalen Phillips. So yeah, I like him better than Pay. Uh, Zayvon Collins available. Christian Barmore available. Javante Williams, who's now at the twenty nine on their rankings, by the way. Wow, twenty nine player. Uh, he's available. So all three running backs available. Jamin Davis, who's up to thirtieth on their rankings. Mm-hmm. Jason Owa. Landon Dickerson's at thirty two. Caleb Farley is at now thirty four. Wow. Uh, Kadarius Tony Samuel Cosme, that's the first tackle that I've mentioned. I mean, we could probably end the intrigue and take Najee. I, th- I, I mean, I so. think that's what's going to happen. Unless you want to try to feel lucky and take Zavin or Jamin Davis and hope one falls to two. Well, see, that's the and whole thing. We can't trade up. We can't trade up. These guys are. <sighs> I think you don't take that risk. I think you got to take them. Right. Yeah. I think you take them, you're happy about it. He's in both of our top 24. We've spent numerous hours talking about the fit and the need. I got no qualms with it whatsoever. Najee Harris is the pick. Yeah. Good. Now we don't have to worry about running back again. No, that's done. That's done. Yeah. Quick question for you as this goes. If it doesn't go well, if you trade back or you roll the dice and you you don't get one of the top three for whatever reason, I really like Kenneth Gainwell. A little small. He's very small. Yeah. I mean, he would have to be a Kamara role. Yeah. Then, I, you, then you almost have to do something Then you else. might you have to do part two. Like, yeah. you, are, you, are you drafting Herbert and him? Or, you know what I mean? Or Sermon or Ramonde Stevenson. Or, like, I think know. there's a role for a Gainwell on this offense, but maybe not this year. I yeah. mean, you maybe even draft that guy next year to add him to the mix. Or, you know. Okay, our pick is up <clears throat> here at 55. The pick's right ahead of us. He's, he's kind of interesting here. Joe Tryon at 50. Asante Samuel at 51. Creed Humphrey at 52. Mm, I'd like to have had that option. Amari Rogers now at 53. Wow. Brady Christensen at 54. He's a good football player. Yeah. He's got short arms and he's old. Um, he's only 23. It's not like he's no, I guess super he's not over. He's not 26. Yeah, he's right, you know. right, right, right. Uh, so the top guys available to, to us here. And again, I'm going to go down the list. Okay. Wyatt Davis. Not for me. Ronnie Perkins. Good player. Gregory Rousseau. I don't love him. I don't think he fits the system either. Joseph Asai. I would probably take him over Rousseau, strangely yeah. enough, but okay. Uh, Pat Firemuth. Maybe. Diami Brown, who's gaining a lot I bet of he's going to go around that neighborhood. Carlos Basham. He kind of reminds me of Bud a little bit. Uh, Jabril Cox. Yeah. Aaron Robinson. Possibly. Brevin Jordan. I'd take Firemuth over Jordan. Tommy Trembles at 64. He's rising up the Yeah. Um, Jamar Johnson. a little bit, but makes yeah. me think you're not getting a third-round tight end. Probably not. Jamar Johnson. Uh, really good player, but yeah. I don't think he could be your second-round pick. Milton Williams, now 67 on their board. He's rising. Interesting, but he can't be my second-round pick with the numerous other needs. Elijah Molden. Maybe. Richie Grant. Molden versus Fryermuth is an interesting conversation yeah. to me. 
Uh, I'm just going to read down the, the guys. Here. Quinn Miners are still available. Okay. Probably won't be there with our third pick. Probably not, but centers don't fly off the board. Pete Werner. I would take Cox over Warner, I think. Uh, Chaz Surratt. He's a little light. Melafawanu. Yeah, Surratt's also 24, by the way. Yeah, it's a good he's, point. He's a little over. Former quarterback that's you know taking yeah. a little while to transition. Uh, Josh Myers available. Wouldn't be a bad fallback plan. I'm glad to know yeah. he's there. Uh, I think, but I think you and I would both take Green over Myers at this point. I think so. I assume yeah. he's still available. You know, yeah. Bring him up. Janarius um, uh, Robinson still available. I know you like him. I do, but not in the second round. Not that high. Probably in the fourth round. I'm um, looking here at the the top tackles available. The tackles have been picked over pretty hard. Sounds like it. Um, let's let's see who's available here. So your top guys are Jackson Carmen, who's more of a guard. I think he's a guard. Spencer Brown. That's an, I'd love the Steelers to grab Spencer Brown, but I'm not taking the second round pick on him. Stone Forsythe. Maybe the third. James Hudson. Maybe the third. Deontay Smith. Maybe the third. Uh, Robert Hainsey out of uh, Notre Dame. Okay. Could Walk, be center. Walker Little. Ooh, interesting. Um, there's th- some guys. There's some guys there. I bet they'll go quick. Let's take a look at the interior offensive line. Well, Miners stood out. Uh, you got Wyatt Davis, Quinn Miners, Josh Myers, Trey Smith, Ben Cleveland, Deontay Brown. Some guards. Kendra Big Green. Yeah. Guards. Um, uh, there's three names that stand out to me. Molden, the slot corner. Who also has some Buddha Baker to him, Fryermuth, who would be your immediate number two tight end and give you a dimension you've lacked for a while. And my, uh, Miners, my, my problem center. with Fryermuth is that you have a pass catching tight end mm-hmm. who does not block. No, I don't know if Fryermuth can block. I think there's a little bit of a stereotype that everyone just assumes he's a good blocker because he's a big rugged guy. Yeah. They've never, they've never asked him to block. He doesn't do it at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's take him out of the equation. He would be third on my list there, too. Okay, so who's then? Uh, the linebackers are, are Cox, Werner, Surratt, McGrone, Derek Barnes, Dylan Moses, Monty Rice. Cox stands out to me of that group without question. But I can't take him over Miners. No, I can't either because Miners, yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Uh, any other it's position? It's a little chalky for us to go Harris Miners. Because to be very honest, if I had to put a chip down on a that would be a strong. What's not the trifecta? What's two out of the in a row? Whatever that's called, that would be my chip for the the first two picks. Yeah, so that put a buck on. But Molden is interesting to me too. He is Molden versus. But there are some other like when you start looking at those cornerbacks, there are some other guys that you look at there and say, yeah, well, I can get Robert Rochelle, for example, mm-hmm. later in the draft. Or I can get uh, – I don't know that I need a corner to play right now. Yeah, I can get Sean Wade and put him in the slot. Or I mm-hmm. can – you know, there's a lot of different things that I can oh, do. There's one thing I want to throw at you, too. Darius Washington, the TCU yeah. safety. Right. Could he be Mike Hilton? Potentially. I mean, he didn't test He's smaller than fast. Hilton. Is he smaller than Hilton? Oh, yeah. He's shorter. He's smaller than Hill. Um, but I bet you could blitz him. Let me see what they list his. Um, I wonder if he could have a. Mike they list Hilton him at five eight, one hundred seventy nine pounds. Mm-hmm. Hilton, his last year here was five eight and change and one hundred eighty five pounds. Probably still is. Probably still is. <laughs> Washington listed at one hundred seventy nine pounds. I don't know what he tested or what he checked in on his pro day. Yeah, I don't know if they've made the transition. Or but not he didn't run well. I know that. No, near Hilton. But right. he's agile and he's little and he's tough. And but he Hilton went handle. undrafted too. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm thinking not in this neighborhood. Right. I'm just thinking 
it just dawned on me the other day. I was like, wonder if he could be a Hilton for the Steelers. Potentially. And it, we've looked at those safeties. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of those safeties that have played the slot during their career. Right. Like, don't call them a safety. Call them a slot. Right. I'm, I'm thinking like the fifth round. Yeah. Um, again, Molden versus Miners to me. I would love to add Molden to this team, but I think Miners is the pick. And again, it's chalky. It's boring. But I really like Harris Miners to start my draft. Yeah, I agree. Um, and It gets a little redundant. I'm sorry, but... I'm still gonna take the guys I like. I mean, we're talking about a guy that was not on their draft radar. Well, that's at all. their fault, not that's ours. That's their fault. Yeah. yeah, we're taking him. Yeah, take him. He's got a ton of upside, and it's, it's I mean, the athletic a, profile is it's phenomenal, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're ticking away here down to our next pick here at 87, and uh, so we filled running back we and we filled center. Needs, in my opinion, right? yeah, we filled our two biggest needs, right. and I don't know if Miners is a, is a day one starter. I don't care. with, But I think involved. he start, ends up starting at some point during the season. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're back up here now. The top guys available. Well, this is interesting. Pete Werner is the top guy That'd be available. Fine. Uh, then you got Davis Mills. Okay. Kellen Mond. Paulson Adebo. Stone Forsyth. That would be interesting, too. Trey Sermon. Uh, Hamza. It's interesting that Sermon fell to three. Yeah. I would take him in the third round. Uh, Nazar Ladine, uh, the safety out of Florida State. Yeah. Elijah Griffin. It's another one of those slot-type guys mm-hmm. that, uh, out of USC. Trey Smith out of Tennessee. Benjamin St. Just out of Minnesota. Interesting. Hunter Long available. Hunter Long's available. That would be a nice fallback option. Yeah, that might be the name I like best so far. Uh, Robert Rochelle still available. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Keith Taylor, Cameron Regrone, James Hudson still available. Not bad. Um, Darius Washington, who, who we just talked about. Yeah, a little early for him for me, considering his size. I want to just take a look here and see what's still available. What's on the board still at linebacker? Yeah. So you're looking at Werner, who's by far graded ahead of everybody else. That's I mean, I can understand that. Uh, McGrone. I would definitely take Werner over McGrone. Do you think you could sneak Derek Barnes through for another round? Because that would be yeah. a nice fallback option if you don't if you don't take Werner here. I do think you could. You, there's a good chance of that. Uh, because then you got Dylan Moses, Monty Rice, Charles Snowden. Uh, Joshua Ross, Garrett Wallow. They, they're, they're actually down on Wallow. Everybody yeah. else is up. He's, he's risen on everybody else's boards, and I think he's actually yeah, I think down. Wallow's a great fourth-round pick, period, yeah. end of sentence. You know? um, just looking here, is anybody else that jumps out at me? Hunter Long's jumping out at me. You got uh, right two tackles you mentioned, Hudson and Forsythe. Stone Forsythe, Hudson, Deontay Smith is still available there. Mm-hmm. Walker Little. Still available there. Ooh, I'd have a hard time passing on. <laughs> Part of me thinks so when it's all said and done, when the smoke clears, day two's going to end, and we're going to get a blurb on our phone. The Steelers sign Andrew Villan- or Alejandro Villanueva to a one-year, $3 million deal. Just bring him in and let him and compete. Just bring him in and have – and if next year your tackles are junk, you draft one high. You know, I'm not saying they're going to ignore it, but I don't know that it's as high a priority as everyone thinks, and I find it very peculiar that he does not have a job. Yeah, you know, but he's not the only offensive tackle that doesn't have a job right now because I think no, I know I think yeah. it's because of the depth mm-hmm. at the offensive yeah, tackle position. I think teams get. are teams are waiting to see what how the draft plays out, mm-hmm. and then they'll make their move to like I just think Kevin the Colts don't have a starting down. left tackle right now. No, the no. Chiefs don't have either starting tackle right now. True. So they're waiting to see what how this draft goes before they okay we got to go sign somebody. I mean I know Al's agent's phone has rung. It's not yeah. because they, nobody wants the guy. I just think there might be a handshake deal in place between Kevin and Al saying, you know, 
there's a really good chance we're going to bring you back. You're going to compete for the starting job. We'll see how it goes. We want you in the room, you know, coach up the new center and whoever else we bring in. So what do you want to do here? Hunter Long. You want to go Hunter Long? We can go Hunter Long. He's been a long favorite of mine. It's yeah. I just think the rest of, if you don't go tight end here, they stink. Yeah. You're, you, we do you're out the of the tight end market. We take a yeah. six or seventh round tight end, and I think in the back of my head, but that guy might even not even make the team. Right. You know, like, okay. he might be no use to us. Hunter Long's the pick. Pete Werner went next. Yeah. So. You could see that coming. Yeah. All right. We're ticking away down here to 120. And I wish the Steelers would make a Vince Williams-like signing at tight end. Yeah, I mean, they, then they could get Jesse. You know, if they yeah. sign Jesse James or someone like that, or I value Vince more than Jesse, or the the guy from uh, the the uh, Titans. I'm blanking on his name mm-hmm. right now, um, but Before he's from last year. Really, yeah, really good run blocking tight end. Not much of a receiver, but okay. that's what you need at the position. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. an NFL player that is established. Yeah. Right. Okay, here we are. Round four, pick 128, top guys available. Andre Cisco. Interesting. Yeah. Hamil Shard, uh, Hamilcar Rashid. Ramonde Stevenson still available there. Interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. I just uh, didn't know that he was. We yeah. taking him, obviously. Uh, Owen DeBejo, uh, or Big, but, uh, I can't pronounce it. The, the edge from Vanderbilt. We've never talked about him. I'm not sure if he's an edge or if he's eventually a, a Hayward. I mean, he's 280-ish. Yeah, he's 6'6", six, six, they list him at 6'6", six, six, 265. Okay. Probably a little too long to play linebacker. I don't know if he can be bulk up to be. He may not be a stealer because he's probably a 4'3 yeah. edge guy. The other thing, too, is um, I just saw Sheldon Richardson got released. We knew that was coming with the clowny thing. And like see, they, there you go. I mean, you, you helped yourself at one point. And now you've created and, another one. You're and you've created a, big, in the holes a big hole where you didn't need one in a bad draft for, for defensive tackles. Right, right, right. Where edges lined up really nice just to add clowny. I'm not sure it made you better. Um, where were the, what the heck were we? We were saying something in About um, a, a day and we go. Oh, up. yeah. We just haven't yeah. brought him up because I think he's really intriguing. The more I think about, I just him, don't think he fits. He blew his AC or his, his Achilles out like two months ago, yeah. so he's not gonna play it all this year. I mean, doesn't it, help you. Doesn't help you at all. But if yeah. he's sitting around the sixth round for anybody, there's a lot to work with. There was there, there was a guy. Uh, I can't. Re- I can't him. remember who the player was now off the top of my head. Um, but it was after day two of the draft of one year, and he was still available, and he was a. Considered a first-round talent. This is like this is when Tom Donahoe was still oh, okay. the Steelers GM, and there were but he was injured. But he was injured. And there were three or four of us sitting around talking with Donahoe, just back in the in the in the Steelers lunchroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After day two, and I said, "What about this guy?" Um, and he said, "Well, he's hurt." And I said, "Yeah, but what if you could get him in like the seventh round just to take a flyer and, and give him a redshirt year?" Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea, but yeah. somebody else ended up doing it, and I think he ended up being, you know, doing, you know, hanging around the league for five or six years. I mean, as you're telling that story, I'm sitting there. Didn't Donahoe draft Will McGahee in the first round after he blew out his knee in the national championship game? Yeah, pretty sure he did. You know, yeah. um, let's see here. What are we doing here? We got three picks on the board. Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, Sean Wade is available. Uh, I have some interest in Sean Wade. Trey I mean, Brown is available. Ooh, Trey Brown we haven't drafted in a while. That'd be yeah. a good Ambry Thomas is available from mm-hmm. Michigan. Good player. Uh, is Brown your favorite of those three? Marco Wilson is available. Interesting. Super athlete. Yeah. Um, I think Brown's more trustworthy. Kerry Vincent is available. 
Not bad. Yeah. That's a good crop to pick for you know, your with three guys. Three guys. And remember, we're going to have we get another pick coming up at one forty here. So mm-hmm. um, something to take note of. Yeah, we may be able to wait at any tackles. Let's take a look. Uh, the there top. Was a, there was a crew there last night. They're gone. They're all gone. Yeah, the top guy available now is Dan Moore out of Texas A&M. Okay, down calling out. Um, Josh Ball is, is still available, but he's a project, and there's some stuff there's some, with him, and I don't remember what. I don't it know is. what the off the field stuff is, but I keep reading that there's off the field stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which means fifth round pick to me. Not. Yeah, I'm I'm not uh, jumping on that right now. Uh, how about right Edge? Let's look at the. I was just going to say, let's look at Edge. We haven't taken a linebacker. No, I guess we have. That's a bigger need. Uh, Rashid uh, from Oregon State, uh, the Vanderbilt kid, Patrick Jones, Ogan Deje from Notre Dame, Dalen Hayes from Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Rashad Weaver, uh, Chauncey Golston, Jonathan Cooper, Ellison Smith, Shaka Tony, Patrick Johnson, mm. Wyatt Hubert. Uh, those Malcolm Coons still available. So there's some guys there that, you know, if we need a number three yeah. edge. I mean, I'm reacting probably too much to Mel putting Kuntz in the second round. I, but I start to think that maybe he's better than we thought he was. Yeah. You know, I might have brushed him off with the preconceived notion that he's a fourth, fifth rounder when really he's a third. Here's what's left at inside linebacker mm-hmm. or off ball. Dylan Moses. I'm not real interested in going down that road. Monty Rice. Eh, that's not bad. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. Charles Snowden might be more of a... An yeah. edge guy, he's tall. Right, right, right. Tony Fields, tall. Joshua Ross, uh, Garrett Wallow, Ernest Jones. Wallow and Rice would be the two I like best of that yeah. crew. Yeah, I mean, Rice is... Rice is probably a little bit better athlete. He's a little bit bigger, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be a starter. Yeah. Now, you've taken some of that need off the board with the, the signing... Like the the extreme need that, we, you know, two weeks ago... We were taking we, one around ago. We yeah. We were taking Hunter Long. Now you've got a little right. more depth there. This guy's not going to be necessarily expected because all things being equal, Vince probably starts the season as the starter. Probably, yeah. unless the Steelers take a second-round pick. Right. Yeah, you know, a guy that can't believe on So you take, a, you take a guy like Monty Rice for, as an athlete, mm-hmm. and you say, okay. And you hope maybe by week eight he's the starter. Or, you know, if, even if he takes a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a fourth-round draft pick here. Come in and be a, a – and Vince is only going to Vince is going to play type. one more year, so you got to fill that spot, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of names that I liked. I mean, Trey Brown is a slot corner is pretty valuable to me. It's a lot of corners there, though. There is a lot. I think corners. there's more corners available that I like than, than linebackers. Than linebackers, and I think there's more edge available than true linebackers. Yeah, edge was not a priority after late listening to the names, and same with tackle. Let me just look at one thing here. Yeah, the safety classes. It's Cisco, Jacoby Stevens. Uh, Huffananga from USC, Wiggins. I think Cisco's more of a free. Yeah. Uh, Bledsoe from Missouri. So, yeah, I was just looking to see if the, the Virginia Tech kid was still available. That would be interesting, mm, be interesting. There, but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Um, so, what does that come down to inside linebacker versus corner? I think so. That we, we narrow yeah. this down to? I think you take Rice. I can be convinced. There's a lot of corners there. You're going to have a hard time convincing me not to go corner with the next pick, though. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. But yeah, right. Yeah, I think Rice. I'm fine with it. You know, you get a younger, faster version of Vince Williams. Yeah, SEC player that uh, he could beat out Vince in week one, too. I don't yeah. think that's crazy. Or at least in some packages. Yeah, right. You know. All right, let's make that the pick in. We haven't, I don't think we've ever taken Monty Rice. I don't think so either. But he's our type of guy. I mean, for, he's going to be a great special teamer. And, yeah. yeah. That goes without saying. Okay, we're ticking now. We're back here on the clock at uh, 140. 
Uh, let's see what corners are available. Trey Brown, the top guy nice. available. Nice, I think you just take him. Uh, Rodarius Williams, Ambry Thomas, Marco Wilson. Yeah, uh, we'd be happy if any of those guys were Kerry there. Vincent. Nice. Brown's my favorite of those. Yeah. Because he might be your starting slot. Right. Might be. Um, when, uh, Let's when, just do it. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. pick. Well, remember when we could get him in round seven? <laughs> I was thinking the like same stealing. thing. Like, was it that nice? Yeah. Things change when people catch up. We should go back and listen to a show from a month ago. We're like, boy, we'll take that draft. They <laughs> like Quentin Miners in round six and yeah. Trey Brown in round yeah. seven. Right. So we got we have a tight end actually, which is nice. We actually got a tight end, which we usually don't end up getting here. Um hoping, you know, we're down to in the, into the love the We just hit two hundred here and the edges. Ellerson Smith, Shaka Tony still available. Patrick Johnson still available. Tony and Johnson are pretty good players. Wyatt Hubert still available. So there's some guys yeah. there. That might be the pick. We're dead. we're up at two sixteen. The top guys available are uh Simi Fahoko, the wide receiver out Ooh. of uh, Stanford. Ooh. Cornell Powell out of Clemson. I like both those as players. Both those guys. I was about to say I went, would consider a wide receiver. Patrick Johnson is the next guy on the list, the yeah. edge rusher out of Tulane. Yeah. I like him a lot. No doubt. Wyatt Hubert, the edge out of Kansas State. Malcolm Kuntz still available. That would be hard for me to pass on. Um, I like all those players. There's a whole bunch of wide receivers. Yeah. Josh Kando still available, too. I like Kando, too. I think I'd take Kuntz out of that group, but there was three or four edge you mentioned. There's some good edges there. That's better than we usually at do. At 216, yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's some, that's some nice favorite? value. I mean, Tony's a good player. He's not available anymore. Though. Oh, yeah, he got taken. Round. Yeah, he just got taken. Johnson and Koontz are both. Johnson and Koontz are, are a, a pretty good. That's nice value there, and yeah. I would gladly take either one of them at that spot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you hope between them and from Marshall. those two, that's a tough. That's a tough. That is call. a tough one. Here's the thing: I didn't get to see, like Koontz didn't do any of the offseason workouts. Stuff. I know. So I you're just judging strictly off of his tape, which is good. And his tape is great, All right? But it's against Mac guys, yeah, it's against, Mac schools. Yeah, it's against Lloyd. Now I trust that they'll know more about guys from the Mac than most other Probably. teams. Probably. Patrick Johnson, you could make the same argument. Okay, he Highly had a lot of production, but yeah. it was at Tulane. It was at Tulane. Yeah, and he had another guy on the other side that was pretty good too. Yeah, I like both. And, and even here good. on their ratings. Uh, their overall ratings: Johnson's one seventy nine, Kuntz is one eighty four. So no, you're not. The I mean, they're super, super close. It's a coin flip. Yeah, your call. Flip something. <sighs> well, let's take Kuntz. Okay. Or is that? Uh, <sighs> I mean, I guess I could see a tiebreaker in the room coming down to who do we think's better on special teams? Right. You uh, know, something like that. I, th- no, I think Kuntz might run. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't know with the, with those two guys. I'm looking. I here. wonder if Kuntz would have ran a four five one that would have no. Chance and then he's not even available. Not to, even yeah. a shot. You know. Here's the. Th- I think you're going to see more um, this year than maybe ever before. You'll hear them talking about GPSs on the. Uh, I mean, two years from now, shows. we might even talk about forties. Right. Right, right. Right. How fast is he on the football field? Because mm-hmm. that's where, what really matters. It is. In pads, chasing people. Yeah. I was thinking, it's funny you brought that up, because I was thinking about this on the way here, that, like, when you run a 40, you stop, you think, I've been practicing this. It's almost like coming to the free throw line. Yeah. Where GPS is how fast you play on the basketball court when the ball's bouncing all over the right. place and you got to set a pick. And, how many you know, false like, steps do you yeah, take? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's take Coons. Yeah, yeah, it's fine okay. with me. All right, we're ticking away here now. Now we can now, set a receiver. Now we can do anything. We can do anything. 
I would even consider a scat back. Let's see, a second running back would not right. be a bad thing. Some kind of weapon. Um, if there was a quarterback out there that I can't believe is still available, that's when I would take him. Yeah, I'd cons- I mean, if there's a guard that I can't believe is available, right. I'd consider him. Let you me know? just look at the overall. There's a nose board. tackle that was there. I couldn't. Okay, believe it or I not, I might just take best player available. There, there's some good ones here. Um, Emir uh, Smith Marcella, the uh, wide receiver out of Iowa, who tested like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Darden. That's interesting to me. Sage Surratt. Uh, Cade Johnson. Darden and Johnson are highly interesting to me. Josh Kando still available. Throw him into the mix. Yeah. Um, the wide receiver out of uh, West Virginia, Michael Stray, Strahan, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Brandon Smith out of Iowa, the other receiver, Austin Watkins out of UAB. Know, we got to remember, Juju and Washington's contract are up after the year. They are. Uh, Tay McGowan, or Tay Gowan out of UCF. Yeah, he's a good player, too. Avery Williams out of Boise State, another cornerback. Uh, Manny Rugamba out of Miami, Ohio. Ohio. I don't know anything about him. I don't know him. That's a new name for me. Um, corner? Yeah, corner. Uh, Tim Jones, a wide receiver out of Southern Miss. Cameron Bynum, the cornerback out of Cal. Dax Milne, the wide receiver out of BYU. Trey Norwood, the cornerback out of uh, Oklahoma, is probably more of a safety. Mm-hmm. Racy McMath is a guy, a wide receiver out of LSU that we took, big size speed guy. Um, DJ Daniel out of Georgia is still available. Yeah, he's he's interesting. Uh, Chris Rumpf still available. Wow. Um, Shamar Jean Charles out of App State. Chris Rumpf the cornerback. is interesting. Um, I mean, even if he's only a special team or your whole life and plays five snaps a game, he's interesting. I mean, there's some guys here in this in this area. Darden and Johnson, the two receivers, to me, are pretty darn interesting. Um, you, need any, you need nothing from them this year, but what if there's an injury that could get in your top four easily? Darren Hall still available from uh, San Diego State. Another guy there that... My three favorites are Rumpf and the two receivers I mentioned. I'm just looking here. Just else is jumping out at you. Those are really the safety you can't believe there. Nose. I mean, we just took an edge, so I don't know that we can take back to back edge. I know. And you assign Marsh. We probably if we we got another pick coming up at 254, but if we pass on the wide receiver here, we may not get them. I like those two a lot. I mean, which one do you like better? Johnson's a little bigger. He's a little bigger. Pure slot. Darden's more lean, more explosive, faster. Yeah, but smaller. Lo- but I mean, leaner, not just yeah. a little smaller, no, a lot skinny. smaller. He's skinny. Yeah. I kind of like Johnson there. Yeah. I got to think, you know. You At worst, he's your return guy. Right. I don't know if Juju will be back after this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know He that. might be your starting slot receiver a year from now. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool with that. Okay, let's take Kate Johnson. Good value. Yeah, didn't play this past year, but I don't care. You know, might be the only reason he's still available. Uh, we're up at 254. Uh, the Iowa receiver still there. Sage Charette. Josh Kando still available. I would consider Kando. Um, just looking here. Gowan still available. Um, what would Gowan do for us? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, he's a 6'2", 185-pound outside cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he could be your yeah. next Justin Lane. You know, the, they have a, a history of drafting those guys that are long and going back to Ike Taylor that don't do anything their first year, and then we see what happens. I'd be okay Interesting. with that. I, I'm, look, I'm reading here on the Manny Rugamba, the the guy, the kid that's from Miami, Ohio. Hmm. Uh, started 11 games in his career early on at Iowa and then transferred to oh, Miami, really? Ohio. 
Um, Steelers going to be all over this guy. I mean, yeah. back dude. Um, What's his dimensions? He's 5'11", 193. Okay. So, decent enough size. Yeah, he might be outside, inside, versatile. Yeah. Um, Somebody I need to know more about. Yeah, I, I need to. I know it's they say. Uh, I'm, re- I'm reading what their thing here that says on him. Uh, developmental nickel cornerback. We just took a nickel, though. Yeah. Uh, attacking press man scheme cover one. That's what we want. That's what we want. That's, That's exactly Steelers play a ton want. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might not be so opposed to, to taking that guy unless you think you can sneak him through. There's only like six picks after us. Hmm. Um, I'm fine with it. There wasn't another guy that was like, boy, I have to have him. I mean, Kando's interesting. He is. I mean, he's a pedigree guy on edge. We took an I think edge. He's, I think he might be more of a 4'3 because he's so could. tall and lanky. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's 260-ish. Yeah. And he's 6'7". Is he 6'7"? He's 6'7", I yeah. I was thinking 6'5". Yeah, he's tall. Um, I'm fine with the Miami corner. Let's sure. take him. We've never... We've, he's new. We've, we've never taken him before, yeah. On him. I mean, I'd consider throwing any kind of offensive lineman into the mix, too. That, too, yeah. You know, okay, so... Token late-round guy. Our picks. We took Najee Harris, 24th. Our first uh, two are chalk as can yeah. be. Quinn Miners, 55. I mean, I think you and I would take, as we sit here on April 16th or whatever, you'd sacrifice... The twenty fourth and fifty fifth pick for those two players right now. We right? got Hunter Long. Yeah, we got yeah, Hunter Long at eighty seven. That's outside our norm, but yeah. I like it. Monty Rice at one twenty eight. He's to be a good stealer. Yeah. Uh, Trey Brown at one forty. So this is the area I kind of liked. We did yeah. well right in this neighborhood. Malcolm Coons at two sixteen. Nice. Uh, two forty five. We took Kay Johnson. That's a bonus prize. We usually don't. Get and then we took uh, Manny Ragamba. Um, Project Corner at two fifty four. Yeah, yeah, but he's not little. Not little. He can, you know, he's he's got the same, basically the same size as Cam Sutton. Yeah, I say he has a lot of Sutton. Size, Whereas, so. you know, you know, when you look at Trey Brown, he's a slot. He's a, he's five nine, one hundred and eighty five mm-hmm. pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that's he's what he slot. is. He's yeah, slot. he's not gonna line up outside ever. Yeah, but he might line up this year for us. He might. Slot. Yeah, he's probably a little more polished than mm-hmm. than Rigamba. Uh The Miami dude screams practice squad. Yeah, just fine. Yeah, that's pick. Unless he's a great special teams player. Unless then, he's a great special yeah. teams player. But he'd play a lot in the preseason. See if he can line up outside. If yeah. he can't, that doesn't mean you don't have a role for him. Yeah. In fact, if he looks bad in the preseason, so what? That means nobody else is going to sign him. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Fine. Yeah, he'll be a practice squad. But anyway, no, that's, 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 that's not bad. That's not, that's, not bad a, that's not a bad draft. I kind of like that one. Hunter Long, to me, kind of stands out. As, yeah. Boy, the, all the, the, the tight ends they've invested in lately in the draft are, you know, they're long shot types. And yeah. we often do that. This was a little different. That This guy might be a... 45 snap a game guy for the next two, three years. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So that uh, that's going to do it for this segment, though. Fun. Another fun draft for us. Yeah. And we're, we're running out of mock drafts. What are yeah, we, you not know, many left. Not many left, but uh, that's the latest one. Uh, so for my partner, Matt Williamson, for uh, Jacob Brecht here on site, uh, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. You've been listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.